What is up, everybody? I am George Mossy, and this is the George Mossy Show. Say hello to my co-host, Sharona. So we watched 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Season 4, Episode 2. Now, we were talking about the situation with Isabel and Gabe and telling Isabel's son, Miguel, who's only 11 now, about the situation because she and Sarah both feel that it's important that he knows because he's a part of this family. And we were thinking about that. Like, well, what's an acceptable age to tell someone that? And I was thinking, I'm thinking when that person starts to date I'm feeling like that's the best time to tell them because what if they have an encounter with a transgender person and they're not aware that they exist so I feel like it's important to to make sure that he's aware of it but like at the right age so that brings us to when's the right age for a boy to start dating oh my god I don't know (laughs) I feel like kids start dating way earlier now than they used to so I mean and I mean who knows like I don't know how I mean down in Colombia, if there's a lot of people that are trans, I mean, there probably are. I feel like they're everywhere now. It's very mm-hmm. accepted, which is amazing. So even now, just kind of like opening it up to him, they could start, you know, because there's so many kids. You never know what kids are going to say at school. Like some mm-hmm. kids could be trans. Some kids could know their sexuality already. I mean, 11 is kind of the, a good age. You know, that, that could be a good age. You're getting to the point where you're hitting puberty. You're going to start dating. So, I mean... You know, it, it might not be bad. Education is the best yes. policy. And I feel like when we educate our youth, that's when we start to see a decline in these stereotypes and the bullying yes. and the, the intolerance. Because the earlier you teach them what's going on around them, the less time that they have to spend rejecting it and the mm-hmm. more time they have to spend accepting it. Exactly. All right. So I want to talk about Chris and Jimmy. So we watched Chris get on a plane and she's ready to go to Columbia and her son drove her to the airport with her mom and her daughter. And this was a pretty emotional thing. Not so much for Chris. She seemed like ready to go, but her family is super worried, especially her mom. Her mom is like, I love you. I want the best for you. I want to see you again. I want you to be happy. But you Mm -hmm. could tell like her daughter and her son and her mom, they don't want her to go. They've never met. This story really gets me because Chris and Jimmy have never physically met. They've been talking on the phone for over a year, FaceTime. And then we learned from Jimmy that, first of all, Jimmy was a child model, then beauty pageant contestant, and then beauty pageant coach. I feel like that's good information to have. She's so beautiful. All of that makes sense. You know, Mm -hmm. so I was like, that makes sense about her. But we also learned from her that there was a time where Chris ghosted Jimmy. And Chris told us her side of the story. And then we got Jimmy's side of the story. And Jimmy said that she ghosted her more than once. It was four days once and then a few days the next time. Then the third time, Jimmy had had enough. She was like, I just lost my grandmother. And there was a lot going on. And I needed her to be there for me. So she said, Mm -hmm. I reached out and I started talking to the girl in Texas because I felt like she didn't love me. She didn't. She wasn't there for me. She wasn't someone that I could count on. And I kind of felt that. You know, when you need someone the most, that's when you need them there. And ghosting someone over and over isn't something that you would do to someone you love. So I felt like Jamie had the right to talk to this other girl, but her friends did not feel the same way. They were like, no, cheating starts the moment you send that message, the moment you decide. And I was like, well, I don't know, because have you ever been ghosted by someone like more than once, two or three times? I'm never talking to you again, you know? Yeah, I've I've never been ghosted. I've ghosted people, <laughs> but <laughs> I've never been ghosted. So, I mean, if someone did ghost me, I and they try to talk to me later on, I would be like, okay, I've already blocked you, so you couldn't even get a hold of me anyway. 
Um, no one's going to ghost me. Sorry. But yeah, I mean, I don't think that I would come back to that. I don't care how much I love this person or want to be with them, especially since I've never met them and I'm in a different country. So it's not like I can call someone up and be like, Hey, look at what they're doing or go, let's, you know, figure out what's going on. I mean, all she's got is social media. It's not like she's got contacts that she can be like, is she okay? What's going on? Because, you know, she does have narcolepsy and, Mm -hmm. you know, something really bad could have happened. And how is she going to figure that out? She's not going to know because she has no resources. So of course she's going to think, okay, I don't know what the hell happened. So I'm going to start moving on. I would do the same. I'm interested to see how this goes when they meet for the first time. Because this could go left. I mean, it probably will. Because yeah. we, she didn't mention anything about having COVID at that point. And Chris, that was a key point of Chris's story. So I see some discrepancies. I don't know who's telling the truth and who's not. So I'm just going to be there watching with my binoculars and just watching <laughs> how this plays out. I'm excited for that. Same. Let's talk about Jen and Rishi. So Jen started dropping atomic bombs on us right away when she told us that Rishi's family does not know not only that they're engaged, but that they're even in a relationship. Now, Jen, I'm super worried because you're leaving the country to go live in a country. And this sounds super familiar, first of all, because Jenny went over there to be with Submit and his parents thought that she was his friend. And that didn't work out very well. And we found out on the preview that the family is seeking prospects for wives. Oh, I mean, yeah. there the someone from a village reached out and said that they were interested and they're showing him he needs to tell his family. But at the same time, he wants a love marriage. He decided that he wanted to be with someone that he loves, not someone that his family chose for him, which they accept over there. The issue is when that person is not of Indian descent. That's yeah. where things get complicated and we know that Jen is not of Indian descent. So is this going to be a situation that we've seen playing out before because it's been like a 10-year situation with Jenny and Samit. And Samit's mom looks like she's taking this to the grave. You know, she just feels a certain type of way about the way this situation played out and she's never going to accept it. And I'm super worried that Jen is going to be in that same predicament. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, like, oh, we've seen this happen. And the fact that, I mean, like, Samit was married. um, He had to do the whole arranged marriage. And now they want to do that with Rishi. Like, ugh. I mean, the fact that they have prospects, regardless if he said he wants a love marriage, they're still looking at prospects for him. Yes. So I just don't know how well this is going to go. I feel like it's going to go very similar to what we've seen before. And, you know, I'm kind of scared for that. Me too. That's a very, very far, long way away from home to be ghosted because what if his family says you know what you're not talking to her anymore and then he doesn't he doesn't talk to her anymore like who where's she gonna go who's she gonna talk to so let's talk about randy and myra so her friends from out of town come to give her the last dinner before she heads over to india and she tells them that oh by the way his family doesn't know that we're in a relationship and they flip out. They start going back to her marriage and back to these times where she moved states for men. And they're like, you are insane. They literally use that word to describe Jen. They were like, you are insane. You do the same thing. You date the wrong men and expect these men to turn around and be good for you. And unfortunately they're not a hundred percent wrong. When I heard that Jen had moved states for more than one man, I had like a huge red flag go off in my head. I was like, wait, this is a pattern. This isn't like just, oh, we just happened to meet. And no, this is a pattern. And I'm super worried. And Jen's friends are even more worried because they don't trust him. 
They don't trust him because they follow him on social media. Jen does not. And she said that she doesn't follow him on social media because she's afraid of what she will see. Uh-uh. Jen, follow him on social media. Yep. You need to know exactly what he's doing. Do yep. what everyone else does and check out everybody's social media. Check it. I'm not saying to be like a weird, crazy girlfriend, but you deserve <laughs> to know what the heck he's posting and what he's doing yeah. because your friend reached back out to you and said that Rishi answered the DM. Now, let's break down the DM. So the DM was just like, hey, I saw your pictures. He said, who are you? Where are you from? And then it stopped. So in Jen's <laughs> mind, she was like, he passed the test. It didn't go past that. He didn't flirt. He didn't ask for a number. It didn't go any further. How do you feel? Do you feel that the DM should have never gotten answered? Like, where are you at with that? Um, yeah, I don't think that he answered correctly. I would not be okay with that if that was my fiance. Um, why are you asking women where they're at? Or, you know, I mean, I don't like that at all. I think that he should have probably not responded out of respect for Jen. Um, but, you know, I feel like this relationship is going to be a little crazy. So, and the fact that, I mean... I'm not trying to do a spoiler alert or anything, but we already know he's going to send some shirtless pictures. We've seen yeah. previews. I so was wondering if this was the same friend or was it the other friend who D who DM'd him and he like failed twice? Yeah, I don't know, but I already know this is going to end really bad because regardless if he's going to be in a love marriage, an arranged marriage, he doesn't seem very faithful. So, That's I mean, true. you shouldn't be DMing women back at all like that or you could just been like okay or i don't know thank you or whatever something polite if you really needed to respond which you don't because you have a fiance but you could have been you could have liked the message i don't know you don't have to respond that's true every dm does not warrant a response i get some pretty mean ones so they don't always like warrant a response and it's like like you said and also like her friend said there's no sign of gin Mm -mm. on rishi's instagram and they have spent time together physically together so you know that there were pictures taken of them together none yes. of them are on his instagram and i get that he doesn't want his family to know but mm -hmm. it also doesn't say that he's in any type of relationship uh. so it does seem like this is open season so if a woman was on his page there's nothing there that would say that he's not on the market that's yeah. also a bit questionable and it's yeah. like if you have a fiance, even if your mom and dad don't know, your mom and dad are probably not on Instagram. So you could probably put a little ring emoji and a female face emoji <laughs> just to let people know, like, hey, I belong to someone, you know? Exactly. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's very weird and it's very wrong. And obviously, like, something weird's going to happen. We already know something weird's going to happen. But I'm excited to see this, like, play out because I feel like this is going to go pretty bad. I hate to say it. I want to root for them. I want, of course, I want everyone to do well and the relationships to work, but it doesn't seem like this one's going to work very well. It's starting off bad because the family <laughs> doesn't know and they're trying to get him to marry someone else. And who knows? He might actually marry this other person, kind of like what mm -hmm. Samit did to Jenny yeah. because it was what the family wanted. And then yeah. she's over there in India with a married man. Ugh. Right? Like, what does she do from there? And it's like, I'm glad she didn't sell everything she had like Chris did. She mm -hmm. could go back to her mom's house with her brother and her sister-in-law, back to the farm if she needed to. I love the idea that there's an escape plan. You know, Yara with her escape plans. Yara, there's an escape plan. She has a way to get out. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not as worried for Jen because there are people who love her and there's somewhere mm -hmm. that she can go. So yes. I'm just scared that 
there's more to Rishi than we know. Like, is he seeing other women? Because her friends were like, how do you know that he isn't dating anyone other than you or talking to anyone other than you? You don't even follow his social media. And she's like, well, I trust him. You can't uh, trust people sight unseen. Exactly. No, I think that this, I would never be in a relationship like this <laughs> at all. So I don't know how she has so much faith in this man, but you know what? More power to her, I guess. So in two weeks, unfortunately, their choice, not mine, we are going to meet the last couple that is going to embrace this season, that grace us with their presence, a 43-year-old age difference, a 67-year-old beautiful mom, grandmother, I don't know if she's a grandmother, but she's definitely a mom, is dating a 24-year-old, and this relationship is going to break the internet. It's, I know yep. it's going to be crazy. We saw on the preview a conversation with her son regarding her going over to live with Osama. And she's super yep. excited. And she's like, I'm old. Just let me have my fun. But <laughs> it's like, we're still going to worry about you. We have to protect you. That's yep. our job. So we're still going to worry. We have to make sure that this guy is right. And I just feel like this is going to be crazy because yep. she's lived her entire life in the United States doing Ugh. the things that she wants to do. So going to another country is just going to be trying because as you get older, the idea of you accepting things that you aren't used to are the tolerance level for that is super, super low. Yes, it is. Oh man. I, whew, I think this is going to be the most interesting couple on the whole season. And I am so sad that they waited for the to be last and we have to wait two weeks but like at the same time like they're really tlc's really trying to bring it up here okay they're really trying to hook us and they did it so i'm this, excited to see this is quality casting quality casting i'm okay. excited there isn't anyone on this season that i'm not excited to see where this is gonna go quality yeah. casting good job guys you're keeping us hooked i yeah. can't wait to see which relationships last and which ones don't that's where I'm wanting to see it. Who's back in the U.S. right now? And we just don't know. Oh, my God. I know. I'm so excited <laughs> to see. All right, guys. That is it for this episode of The George Mossy Show, 9 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Season 4, Episode 2, a Recap Podcast. I am George Mossy. This is my co-host, Sharona. Make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at George Mossy at georgemossy.com and anywhere you get your podcast. Please, please, please follow Sharona to her links are right here at the bottom, TikTok and Instagram. We will talk to all of you guys in two weeks. I know. Sad face. All right, guys. Talk to you soon.